Folks, I don't know what your family is like and how many times uh, certain questions are asked over and over in your home. But for, for us, one of the, the questions that is regularly on repeat in the Shory home is, what is your favorite Christmas carol? What is your favorite Christmas carol? And we all go back and forth. And then, then it seems like in about half an hour, somebody brings it up again. And we have the conversation all over again. Joy to the World has always been one of my all-time favorite Christmas carols. But friends, I think that in a particular way, it is my favorite Christmas carol this year because of the year that we have had and because of how we've been studying the book of Genesis together as a church family. Joy to the World is a perfect song to sing as we study the pandemic of sin in Genesis 1 to 11 and as we deal with all of the hard news and difficulties of this year of 2020. Listen to the lyrics of verse 3. It says, No more, no more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the ground. No more let them grow. He, Jesus, comes to make his blessings flow as far as the curse is found. Friends, if we have seen anything in Genesis 1 to 11 so far, or if we've seen anything in 2020, we have seen that the curse of sin has spread far and wide throughout this world. Through Adam and Eve's failure before God, through our own failure before God, sin has spread to every corner of the globe and to every corner of our own individual hearts. Scripture says, none is righteous, no, not one. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. And it says, this entire world groans under the weight and the oppression of sin. Yet, we sing Joy to the world. Here's the question tonight. How can we sing this song? How can we have joy today? How can we who live in a world with pandemics and divorce and miscarriages and drug addictions and joblessness and poverty and racial hatred and sexual abuse and emotional abuse and deep depression of all kinds. How can we sing joy to the world? Here is how. We can sing joy to the world because as the song says, the Lord has come. This past Sunday, we looked at Isaiah chapter 9 and we considered together how God has shone brilliantly bright into the darkness of this world by sending his own son. We, we saw together how the Lord is zealous for our good and how that zeal compels him to send his son into this world as a child to live in our place, to die our death, to be raised victorious over the grave. And it is because of how God the Son was given in this way that Isaiah can speak of joy in Isaiah chapter 9. Even in the midst of all the darkness, he says this, You have multiplied the nation, you have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as they are glad when they divide the spoil. 
Here's the thing. Isaiah is saying that because of this child that would come, the curse of sin would be reversed. Joy would be possible again because of this child who would be given. This baby that would be born would push back the curse of sin and make true joy a reality in our hearts again. It's amazing. I love how Isaiah speaks of the joy here as joy at the harvest. That word harvest makes us think of of working the ground for, for food, doesn't it? it? It makes us think of how God told Adam to have dominion over the earth and that, that he had made for Adam and to be fruitful in the earth. But we know that the curse of sin had spoiled Adam's labor. We know that sin has spoiled our labor. And so work is now difficult and arduous and hard. There's, there's a lot of waiting in life now, a lot of waiting and a lot of disappointment. So much in our life seems to be fruitless rather than fruitful because of sin. But Isaiah now says here that the joy that will come about because of this child will be like the joy at the harvest. It's reaping time. Joy that comes from God proving himself faithful despite the curse of sin. This child will cause us to be fruitful again as God's people. Like the song says, no more let sins and sorrows grow nor thorns infest the ground. The curse of God against Adam, it's going to be reversed. It's going to be pushed back. His toil will cease. And so how can we have joy? We can have joy because, friends, we must remember God has made us to have joy. And Jesus, this, this child that came, this, this one who now reigns, is in the process through the gospel of restoring that joy to our hearts. We can have joy because you and I were made to have joy. We were made to celebrate and to worship all that is good and right in this world. We were made, friends, to be fruitful in life. We were made to be victorious and to have power. We were made by God to reign with Christ. This is who we are. And this child that has come is now restoring us to who we once were and who we will ultimately be. Listen, we can rejoice because this child that was born in a stall, that was born and laid in a manger, this small child was the definitive halt. He was the the stop to the progression of sin in this world. God the Father says through this baby boy that was born, like the song says, God the Father says through the little Christ, no more. God says, through this baby, no more let sins and sorrows grow. God says, I will not allow sin to control this world forever. I will stop it. I will halt the progression of sin. And I will defeat the ultimate power of sin in my people's life. And I will fully restore my people to who they once were. Through his life and his death, this child was God's death blow against sin and sorrow in our lives. This death, 
that the death of this child ultimately on the cross would destroy death for the rest of us. And so, joy to the world, the Lord has come. Listen, he, he comes to make his blessings flow. Picture a river flowing forward in power with a strong current. He comes to make his, his grace and his mercy and his goodness and his power known. Not just slight trickle, no. A flow as far as the curse is found, as far as we see the, the curse of sin affecting this world. Let me ask you a question. Where do you still find the curse of sin in your life today? Do, do you find the curse of sin still living in your, your heart this evening? He has come to make his blessings known in your heart today. He's come to give you ever-increasing victory over sin. Do you, do you find the curse of sin in, in your home or in your family or in your relationships? He's come in order to make his blessings known in those places. He is the, the prince of peace and he has peace for those relationships as you look to him by faith. Do you find the, the curse of sin in society and in your country? Do you find the curse of sin plaguing your entire existence in some way, no matter where you look? Well, church, listen, he's come to make his blessings known as far as the curse is found. There is no area of your life, no corner of your existence that the joy of Christ does not speak hope into this evening. This is what this child came to be and to do. Joy to the world. Joy to our troubled hearts this evening. The Lord has come. Amen? He has stepped into the darkness and he is now pushing back that darkness for you and for me. Do we still deal with it? Absolutely. But one day it will come to a complete end. This baby is king. And this king will not be defeated. You know in the movies when, when that royal child is, is finally born... And then the whole kingdom celebrates and all the church bells start ringing. It's a national holiday and people are are dancing in the streets because they have a new heir to the throne. Friends, that is true for us as well. The Prince of Peace has been born and he is king. He is to rule sovereignly and ultimately defeat all sin and death. And so everyone who believes in this king and the work that he has done, listen, we can sing And we can dance because of what his coming means. Christian, because of the the Christmas miracle, through this baby Jesus, you now have more power over your sin than your sin has power over you. Because of the Christmas miracle, through this baby Jesus, you now have more victory over your pride than your pride has victory over you. Because of this Christmas miracle, through this baby Jesus, God now shines a brighter light into your mind and into your soul than the dark shadow that your depression casts over your life. 
Because of this Christmas miracle, God has restored you to a place of honor and joy. We are no longer a people marked by defeat, marked by the pandemic of sin. We are marked by the victory of Christ in and through the gospel. And so we celebrate. Church, let me, let me encourage you to take time over the next few days to consider whether your joy level is where it should be for someone who has Jesus as their king. Are you able to sing with joy? Are you able to sing joy to the world today? Or have you allowed darkness and difficulties to creep in and to slowly steal your joy? Have you forgotten the incredible good news that unto us, a child is born. Unto us, a son is given. Friends, may we not waste this holiday season. During a year where joy has been so absent, may we as the church find our joy restored this evening and this week as we remember who and what we are in Christ.